Hey, what's happening? Episode 113. I am Shane. And I'm Nico. Yeah. Uh, Feels so. like it's been a while. Well, I guess for me it has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what was it? Uh, 111 last time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because 112, you had a guest. Right. What am I like? This is like part of the problem where you get rid of <laughs> Robbie and then you bring on a guest yep. and you're Dave Smith. That's right. Except for that, like, you know, I'm not in a different screen and my internet works. So. Right, right. Yeah. You know, you don't have a you don't have a feud with Spectrum, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, for us it'd be AT&T. Anyway. AT&T. Yeah. That's our internet provider. Oh, is that Verizon? I don't know. They all like merge together, <laughs> so maybe it is. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Um, but actually speaking of part of the problem, um, I think it was, yeah, it was the most uh, recent episode with Pete Quinones. Uh, see, now I wish I remember what number it was. I think it was like 701, I believe it was. I can't exactly yeah, remember. Yeah, actually, I didn't even listen to that one. So oh, I guess you. you're going to have to fill me in. Well, the main thing that I that I got that I it kind of inspired me to talk about something was when um, Pete mentioned, like, kids growing up and um, having to wear masks and stuff like that mm-hmm. during this whole COVID thing. And so it kind of just inspired me to, to want to, I guess, discuss with you since we're going to be parents real soon, you know, mm-hmm. and just like our thoughts on, on just that whole thing, uh, like, you know, having to have a kid and people being really adamant on mask wearing and everything like that. Social distancing, yeah, and germs and everything. Right, yeah. So the the main thing that I wanted to ask is, like, have you been thinking about that? Like, how I'm being interviewed? Yeah, I'm interviewing you. <laughs> but yeah, have have you been thinking about that a little bit? Like, just you know, because I mean, obviously, with if there was no COVID thing, we would still be thinking about it. Like, oh man, we're gonna be parents real soon. You know, what are we gonna mm-hmm. do? You know, we. I mean, we're getting a lot of inspiration from other people and everything like that. But I think with this COVID thing and kids seeing people wearing masks and them looking at it as this new, new normal, I guess you can say, not seeing people's faces and smiling and everything. Because I mean, when you're, you know, when you're a baby and seeing people's smiling faces that's like one of the best things you can see is you know as far as i know yeah i mean i think it's natural for um kids to learn based on facial expression yeah so it's definitely got to be hard on kids right now uh i think uh one thing we have going for us or at least i maybe this is like too much of a hope or whatever Mm -hmm. but like uh so we don't have a kid who's born yet and it's already kind of opened up a lot more in Texas since we are in Texas, I guess I should put it into context Mm -hmm. that uh, the restrictions in, in Texas have been lifted. Um, And even though like the mask mandates have been lifted, I know a lot of places still require masks just because those private businesses or like chain, like restaurant chains and things like that still want you to wear a mask. Right. But um, in general, I think it's better that we didn't have a kid like, a year ago because, or maybe like two years ago, you know what I mean? Like a kid who's already been born right? because then they would have grown up and that's all they would have known. Maybe at least since we're having a kid in August this year, maybe things will be semi 
the way they were. I mean, obviously not when you're traveling or right. Um, I guess when you're going to stores, certain stores, depending on the area that you live in, mm-hmm. it'll still be the same. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna make our kid wear a mask. So, <laughs> well, like, we, first of all, he's gonna be a baby, right? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say we've seen stories of people being kicked off of uh, like airline flights because they wouldn't have their baby wear a mask or anything like that. And it's yeah. like, I thought, I thought the rule was anyone under two isn't supposed to wear a mask, but then I guess some airlines are saying, no, everybody's got to wear a mask. We're in our, when we're in our airplane or something like that. It's just, it is crazy because yeah. like when you think of trying to put a toddler, like on, first of all, on a plane. Right. And then second of all, you, you make them wear a mask for the whole plane ride. Like not a couple minutes, like a couple of hours, maybe. That's kind of insane to expect them to just keep the mask on. Because, you know, one of the things that uh, people were saying is that, like, when little kids have masks on, you kind of feel like you have to hold your breath Mm because you're covering your mouth and nose. Right. So it's like an instinct to hold your breath. And I know there's some parents, okay, who are like, oh, my kid is great with masks. And they wear their mask all the time. But it's like... So now you've conditioned them to think that that's normal. Well, not only that, but it's just they're basically saying, well, if my kid can do it, well, shit, your, your kid can pretty much do it. So not every child is going to be the exact – they're not all going to react, oh, yeah, I don't want to put this face covering on my face. Okay, I'll do it. Sure. Yeah. It's like trying – well, it's like trying to put a face mask on a cat. Like, <laughs> yeah, come on. Even though they do have that apparently. There are face coverings for cats. Could you imagine they're trying to put – they put the – they put the mask on. Okay, now we're gonna get a picture. We gotta hurry up because this cat's gonna want to take it off. So you better get that picture right there and then. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to imagine us putting a mask on Misha, and it's just like she'd try, probably just bite you. Something like that. Yeah, she would not react in a positive way. Let's just say that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've just been thinking that because. Obviously, we're going to do our best to raise our kid and everything like that. And I guess the main thing I'm kind of wondering is just, I don't know, because other parents, they're, they're so, I mean, you know, we see it on Twitter just in, in, in real life sometimes. They're just, these parents are so, they're so gung-ho on this mask thing and everything like that. And, you know, and. And it was actually, uh, I was just looking at it. It was uh, episode 705 of Part of the Problem, if anyone's curious. Uh, but, but like, it's like when Pete Quinones had said, since the beginning of this whole thing started, was that once, once like, the whole mask thing started and they, you start seeing, like, company logos and everything like that and people putting sayings on, on the mask, whatever, it's like, that's, that was it. Like, it's now going to be part of the culture. And yeah. it's like now another piece of clothing that you have to wear. To, oh, I, I feel naked without my mask on, you know? Yeah. I mean, in some ways I'm more, I'm, I'm happier with it being like a cultural thing rather than it being a mandated thing. Yeah. Because you can still choose to not wear it. Um, just like in Japan, it's kind of normal, but like you can choose to not wear it. I'm, just, I'm okay with that. Yeah. But it is kind of, weird to you know teach young children that it's 
normal to restrict your breathing. It's like, hey, if so, it, you see that person over there without a mask, he don't care about you. He yeah, hopes you get sick and dies. It's that's like, weird. Why do you say that to your child? Come on now. Yeah, I've seen videos, like viral videos of that kind of stuff going on, mm-hmm. where they're they're in a store and then they take a video of somebody and then they're telling their kid like, those people want you to die or something, and I'm like. Yeah, because then when they grow up, that's all they're going to be – that's probably what they're going to be thinking about is that, you know, when they're 10 or they're teenagers, like, hey, you're not wearing a mask. I don't want to hang out with you. It's like, but we're, you know, we're friends. Like, nah, your your parents don't wear a mask. I don't want to hang out. You might have the third variant of COVID-19 or whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is down the line. Oh, it's the the 50th variant of coronavirus. Oh, great. And this this keeps on snowballing, you know. By that time, it's going to be like uh, that movie. What is that movie called? Uh, Contagion or something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just kind of was just wondering about that. And it kind of just inspired me to talk about it because I'm sure other people who are, uh, they have newborns or toddlers or whatever, or they're expectant parents or whatever. And they're kind of wondering, well, you know, what what's life going to be like when, especially for the expectant kids, when, or the parents when, you know, when their kid uh, is born and everything like that. Like, cause it's just another thing now that you got to worry about is people just yelling at you because you're, you're wearing a mask right yeah. or something like that. And, and um, like you were talking about how like in Japan and Asian countries in general, it's kind of just, it's just a, a regular thing. No one really, you know, it's like you wear a mask. Cool. If you're not, that's fine. But I'm kind of wondering if they're like, how that, how that started. If there's people out there in, in Japan or Korea or anything like that. They go, why are you wearing a mask? Like, I don't understand. I mean, there I, might be some people who think that it's rude not to, if they're like, especially if that person's coughing or something. Yeah. Well, they're so like, the hygiene there is just you know, with the uh, a lot better than here. <laughs> and, and yeah, and in, in, in some aspects, yeah, for sure. Uh, but I guess here in America, it's just a different mentality. And yeah, I mean, I would. Like you said, I'd rather it be a, a cultural thing than forced upon you or something like that. Because I think that was the main thing is that a lot of people were just complaining the fact that it was, no, you have to wear a mask. You can't get inside without a mask on. Yeah. And I think also people are annoyed with that. Um, the attitudes of some people who, who think they're better than other people just because they're wearing a mask or mm-hmm. they think they're better than other people because they're going around telling other people to wear a mask. Yeah. I don't want that part of the, the mask thing to be... Um, normalized either like yeah it's weird that people think that it's okay to just walk up to other people and start filming them and then and then start calling them out on stuff it's like i don't know that would make me think that the person who's filming is worse than the person who's being filmed yeah and it's just another aspect for people to divide you know because there's there's already so many things that the corporate press and just the people in general just they're so divided on it. it's just another another layer that they can divide. Oh, you know, it's a mask pro mask versus anti mask. Now we have that. You it's know. just weird that it got politicized, but I I, mean, I understand yeah. why it did. It's because of the mandates, right? And also, just to be fair, we've we have encountered some anti mask people who are also pretty rude. So we kind yeah. of had that both ways, but in just, real life, not just yeah. on the internet, right? Yeah. So. Just a thing that I guess I wanted to talk about a little bit. Well, the other aspect of that is like, um, 
the whole being scared of germs things because mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I didn't think about that stuff. Like, I know they tell you, like, yeah, you got to wash your hands before dinner. Okay, that was about as far as it goes. I, I wouldn't think about, like, wiping down things with wipes every time someone hands me a toy or something at school yeah. or at church or something. Who, Adrian Monk? Or, yeah, I know. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> All the kids now are going to be like Adrian Monk. Yeah. Where they're like, wipe, wipe. Oh, my gosh. Don't No, I don't want – no, don't don't give me that. Or, no, like, don't know. shake my hand. That's uh, unsanitary. Yeah. So, I don't know. <sighs> yeah. So this this whole COVID thing is really messed with people's heads. Yep. And in a lot of ways. Yep. You know, so, speaking of the whole COVID thing, we have some. What are we going to say that every time we go into a next article? Because I hate to say it, but there are a lot of COVID related news in this uh, episode. Yeah. So. Well, I don't it's, We're almost on the anniversary of when the lockdown started. And by this time last year, people already knew about coronavirus. So that's kind of weird, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously there's, this, there's a vaccine and people are, I guess, envious of other people who have gotten the shot already. I don't know any of these people. By the way, how could you say, "Oh man, I wish I had my shot. I can't wait to get my shot," or right, "Oh, I have my first shot, but I can't wait to get my second shot." It's like, okay, you didn't have to announce it to everybody. It's like when people take take a picture of them. I saw a, I saw a couple of people on on my Facebook feed, and they were they took a picture of themselves getting the vaccine shot, and I was like, "You didn't have this." You, well, well, I saw another picture that one of my friends took right yeah where there's literally a selfie station where you can sit down and get your vaccine there so and they're setting this that up that should be like a poll like which is worse the when you see someone with the i voted sticker or someone who takes a picture of themselves getting the shot or wearing a mask i hate to say it but those are all the same people it's like but which one would make you dislike cringe the most if you saw it I, mean, it's a tough, I don't know. I, I guess I maybe the vaccine because me. it's like it's like when you go to get vaccinated for I don't know, like like you're gonna go for a new job, right? Mm-hmm. So they give you like a vaccination list that you need to have or whatever, and you don't have all the vaccinations. So when you go to like Quest Diagnostics, do you like take a picture of yourself and like, yeah, I'm getting my uh, I don't know what what other vaccines do you get? Like your flu shot. Yeah, I'm uh, getting my flu yeah. shot. I'm getting my. Uh, there's another one that that's pretty common. I forget what Ebola. <laughs> Ebola. Yeah. I don't think that's it. Hey guys, I'm about to di- take my uh, drug test. You want to see me pee in a cup? Here we go. One, I mean, two, three. That would be weird. If you took a picture of yourself with your pee cup. Yeah. Like I'm getting drug tested. <laughs> That'd be kind of stupid, but I think someone should just do that just to just to do it. Someone just do that. But yeah, it's got my it's got a uh, just peed in a cup. Where's your pee in a cup? You know, that thing. Yeah. yeah. You're looking for a tear pee in a cup. But anyway, so this article from Vice, uh, the headline is how to deal with crushing vaccine FOMO. And what does FOMO mean? Oh, uh, FOMO means uh, fear of missing out, in case you didn't know. Fear of missing out. So I wonder how 
people who are like they were um like is this how like the the attitudes of pro vaccine people are like they want every single person to be vaccinated no matter what i mean i guess so but i, I guess most pro vaccine people cuz we're not anti vax right i mean like i wouldn't consider myself anti vax i would just say i'm skeptical of the covid-19 vax and i think that's a reasonable take yeah so i mean like Okay, so I don't know if these articles are just written. Because there's been other articles. This is just one of the articles that we found. Yeah. And I don't know if the writers are just writing them for themselves. Oh, let's see. Because they're like, I need to comfort myself because I'm having FOMO. I'm really of of my friends that have gotten the shot. Let me just write a a 2,000 or however, like a 5,000 word opinion piece on Vice about it. Yeah. Apparently, they interviewed some people who are like really. I don't know, jealous of their friends for getting it already. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the people who they mentioned in these articles are like around our age or younger. So it's like, that's the age group where you, we, you would have the least likely chance of dying from COVID. Yeah. So to me, it just feels like it's like, Oh, I'm missing out on a trend or something like, Oh, my friends are getting vaccinated. I want to get vaccinated. Cause like, if you really wanted to get vaccinated because you were scared of the virus, because you had some underlying condition yeah, or like you were old. So you were higher risk. Don't you think you wouldn't call that fear missing out? You just call that fear of dying or oh, something. I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you had some kind of pre-existing condition or something like, Oh, if I get, if I get COVID cause I have, like, I don't know, like I have like a heart murmur or something. If I get COVID, that's probably not going to be good for me. Yeah, or, or if you have like asthma that. or, yeah. um, you know, this just reminded me of something that happened about a week ago. You know, wait a minute. We'll talk about that in a second. Pull okay. up the other thing because we have to talk. We have to finish talking about this article. Um, so uh, I screenshotted some of the points of the article Mm -hmm. in like an easier to read form. So I just wanted to look at them here. Okay. And okay. The way this is set up, it makes it sound like they, these people need to go to therapy. Okay. Okay. So it says, accept your emotions, but don't get stuck in them. Thoughts like I'm never going to get vaccinated are too rigid. You'll continue to feel miserable because in, the future that you have imagined is steeped in disappointment saying I'm frustrated. I can't get vaccinated and that's okay. My time will come instead gives you permission to feel shitty while (laughs) remaining realistic. Since by all accounts, vaccines will be available to anyone who wants them this summer. So it's like, do you know anyone who's so desperate to get vaccinated, but not just not, not for like, any life-threatening reasons just because they want to go out to a concert or something. These are the same people that would, that we get peer pressure to start smoking or something. Yeah. No, oh, right? everyone's smoking. I got to start smoking too. Yeah. That, I mean, like, but can you imagine like someone wanting to get vaccinated so bad that they start getting depressed? Well, it even says right there, it says vaccines will be available to anyone who wants them this summer. So in their own articles, like, well, you can just wait until the summer. Well, I can't, it's too far. It's I can't March. wait till June, whatever. I can't. I I want the I want the shot now. You know, in some of the comments, I did see people saying like, "Oh man, I I struggle with this too because uh, I saw my friends got vaccinated and now they can go to a, a concert soon or whatever because they 
You have like a vaccine passport. Wow. That is one of the things that is kind of, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but like you were saying, they, oh, that, now they can go uh, to concerts because they got their vaccine. Like they, have, you know, they have to show their proof yeah. of the vaccine or whatever. Yeah. So they can go to uh, concerts or, 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 um, or whoever else. Gatherings. Yeah. Basically. yeah I mean, large can gatherings, you just right? say that today the CDC released like guidelines for, uh, like mass gatherings of vaccinated people. Yeah, like vaccinated people can gather in like indoors or something, but I can't exact. There's it was still there was still some kind of like some stipulations. Some stipulations, yeah. But it was like, oh, now vaccinated people can gather together, but unvaccinated people, you know, you gotta stay away, stay away from this building. Or That's whatever. a little bit weird. Yeah, because I I would think that the the goal of, of the vaccinations would be to achieve some sort of herd immunity. Mm-hmm. And that would include people who've already had COVID, right? Because they have the antibodies. So if you had COVID before and you have the antibodies, do you need to get vaccinated? Or would you count as the herd immunity? I don't know. And I, I think the, the last number that I remember in terms of the amount of deaths was like what, like a little, like over five hundred thousand or something like that. I don't remember because they don't really push the numbers anymore because Biden's president now. So oh well, that thank. Doesn't I'm, I'm, matter anymore. I thank guess. you, Biden, for being president. It seems like everything is just he hasn't cured smoothing cancer. things. Well, yeah, he hasn't cured cancer yet. But I mean, he's got four years, so yeah, 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 he's got four. Anyway, years. so yeah. the next point of this article is to be open and honest about the ways in which you're struggling. If your vaccinated parents keep sending you Airbnb listings, <laughs> hinting at the summer vacation. This sounds like a personal problem. Like they're, it's them, <laughs> I know. This is way like too gets, specific. Who the parents are like, hey, we're sending you Airbnb lists. Like, why, why, is mom, my, why is mom and dad sending me Airbnb lists for no reason? Because they're older, so they got vaccinated. Mm. You see where this is going? I feel like the author was like, they haven't been vaccinated yet, and their parents have them. <laughs> so they're like... Trying to man, how it. shitty for the parents are they? Hey, we're getting vaccinated. You went, <laughs> yeah, not right. Yeah. Anyway, so it says uh, you can ask them to hold off until at or since you're still unsure of when you'll get your shot, or make a point to propose an outdoor, outdoor masked plans with your vaccinated friends to let them know that you're worried about being left behind. Okay, that's just like weird because can you imagine like okay, just for example, we go to Childerberg mm-hmm. and and everybody else is vaccinated so they can go gather together and have fun and like have uh sharing food and everything yeah. and then we're like standing off in the corner with a mask on <laughs> like hey guys, yeah. we can't really get close to you. That'd be funny. Sorry about that. Yeah, we didn't get vaccinated sorry. yet. It's like, oh my gosh, look at those losers over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those are the unvaccinated yeah. people. That's yeah. why they're all wearing masks. We're the cool people. We we, we don't want to. We don't. We have acne around our lips, or you know, like around our nose and everything. We don't want to show you that. So we're gonna wear a mask. We do. Maybe. Anyway, I don't know. You want me to finish the rest of it? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, It might feel awkward in the moment. Oh, really? But have the. But and this is underlined. Have the hard conversations. And be honest about where your mix of frustration, jealousy, or resentment may stem from. So if you're jealous of your vaccinated friends, you need to be open and honest about it. Mm-hmm. 
Sounds like this person needs therapy. Like that's that is such a weird thing to be jealous about those people being vaccinated. Like I don't see anyone getting jealous over someone getting a flu shot. Oh man, you got the flu shot? Ah. <laughs> oh. You're not allowed to compare it to the flu though, remember? Oh, that's right. Sorry. I keep forgetting. You can compare it to Ebola. Ebola, uh, swine flu, Zika virus, syphilis, chlamydia, chlamydia, gonorrhea, AIDS. Even though there's no cure for that, didn't wasn't there like some thing where they were they're trying to uh, make it a crime or something about coronavirus or something? Like if you have, oh yeah, they're saying like if you something about like if you spread coronavirus or something, yeah. Unknowingly, then you're then it's a crime. Like how? Like yeah, unknowingly. Like how would you not? How would that even be a thing? Like it's not like AIDS, where you obviously are. If you don't like, it's it's a it's a it's a crime where if you don't disclose the fact that you have HIV when you have sex with the person, or whatever. Well, apparently in some states it's not. Really. Yeah, like hmm. in California, that was a whole thing. Mm. Um, like a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, that's right. They were saying it's discrimination. I don't understand how this is not. But it literally kills you. Yeah. And it's not like, I don't know what the, like the length of time that you have, but some people die pretty fast. Other people, they can live with it, but it's like, it's like you're basically giving someone a, basically a life threatening virus. And I guess with some people say, well, coronavirus is life threatening, but when you compare the death rates of someone who has AIDS as compared to coronavirus, I'm sure, I'm sure more people are dying from AIDS than there are of coronavirus. I don't know. And I'm speculating. I don't know 100%, but if you match the demographics and age, yeah. Because, like, some person's going to be like, no, like, total deaths are way more or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, so the other thing I wanted to mention it's we don't have an article for it, but mm -hmm. I just thought of it, like, when we were talking is um, in Canada, the government put out some regulations, or not regulations, sorry, guidelines for uh, children who get sick or like they've been exposed to someone who's sick in school. So they were saying that uh, if your child was in a classroom where there was a, a sick person, you know, like a coronavirus case, mm -hmm. then they need to isolate for 14 days by themselves at home, like completely isolated. Yeah. See, that's another thing about this is that the, the a child being has has to be alone for what 14 days yeah and so like people were actually doing Gosh. this that's the worst part like could you imagine like, like a two-year-old not having any contact with their parents whatsoever or, well the earliest i found was that someone who was like five or six years old was okay. isolated in the basement and the then basement yeah they Jeez. left him in the basement and they were, were they like shaming him up or something they they, they, food. they were like giving him here screw you go they throw it down to him you there you go get here's like, your scraps here's, you know how to use the toilet and you know here's the bathroom and you can take a bath or whatever and then yeah i know and then there was another case of a 10 year old being locked in the guest bedroom and then he was like banging on the door like mommy please let me out and then she was like, 14 days will go by quickly. 14, yeah. For, well, for a kid, that's gonna it's, it's gonna feel like forever. Yeah. I mean, 14 days, a lot can change in 14 days. Like, holy crap. Didn't like some kid commit suicide or something because of this or something? Along I don't know the lines? if it was related to that, but there was a bunch of people talking about it. And they were talking about it like it was normal. 
that was the weird part. They're like, yeah, it's so hard being a parent in these times. I had to isolate my seven-year-old and then the in the basement and it's like no 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 you're just a bad parent because you're following the guidelines blindly and then like the this is the worst part yeah. so the guidelines had been corrected four days later saying oh we meant to tell you that like you can have a caregiver stay with the child not, oh maybe not just because they themselves. realized that it was stupid or maybe too many kids were dying or committing suicide or something oh shit we gotta do something about this well they apparently they said they thought it was common sense that they would have a guardian with them, but none of those I parents. I guess people just like you were saying. They took it like literally every single word. Oh, by themselves. Okay, fourteen day. Yeah, that sounds about. That sounds reasonable. Yeah. Like what, mom or dad? Unless they're a freaking psychopath. <laughs> I know, right? You know, <laughs> you know, fourteen days by themselves, locked in their room. Okay, I'll, yeah, let's do that. Like, what? How can you be a mom and dad and just be like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to see my kid for fourteen days. Screw that. Well, the one mom. Who uh, locked her ten-year-old in the guest bedroom? Um, well, first of all, she's she was like, at least he has a good bathroom. Like that makes it better. Um, a good bathroom? What? Like that's a freaking urinal in the corner of his bedroom or something? No, it was like the guest bedroom was connected to like the guest, oh. guest bathroom, so it was like a nice. Oh bathroom. shit! Well, oh yeah, he, yeah, he has a garden tub. He's good. Wow, yeah. He hopefully he doesn't drown in there because I don't. I can't supervise him. Yeah. Anyway, but she said the reason why she followed the guidelines blindly is because uh, she has asthma. So she was afraid that she was going to get it. And I'm just like, I know we're not, we don't have a baby who's been born yet, but I just can't imagine like putting my own health above my kid's health. Like, can you imagine if I'm just like, I need to. I need to abandon my kid for a while because I'm afraid I'm going to get coronavirus. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I don't get it. It doesn't. It's just people that are taking this. I don't know. It's like like we were talking about before with this whole worrying about like raising a kid throughout this whole thing. It's just like there are parents out there who are going to act like this. You know, that's true. And I'm not saying that like isolation. Yeah. The, I mean, like the, the, the isolation part is already bad, but then if, if the, if that were to happen, that would be kind of traumatizing. Like I would, I think I would remember that for the rest of my life. It's probably going to screw it up. I mean, they might turn to a serial killer or something. Like, you know what? You abandoned me for 14 days. You know, someone was saying like, this is going to create a bunch of uh, high school shooters. I mean, something. It's going to create something. Yeah. So anyway, the next thing that we were wanting to uh, talk about. This is a little, we're going to go more into weird stuff. Yeah. So we can stop being depressing. Um. <clears throat> so uh, a while back we were talking about uh, side effects, you know, from uh, like, like the vaccine, right? We give you side effects. Yeah, but this is about COVID, just COVID. Well, I know that, but apparently there's side effects now, not just from the vaccine, but apparently coronavirus can give you all sorts of effects. So COVID-19 is from the New York Post. COVID-19 gives man a three-hour-long erection. Boing. So a lot of a lot of dudes like, hey. It's natural maybe should, Viagra. Maybe I should get the, vac- the vaccine. Maybe I should get the COVID-19 now. Maybe I can get a nice, long, three-hour-long boner. You know what's funny? 
You know what's funny about that? I saw another article saying that uh, COVID-19. Wait, wait, this is completely off topic. On the side says more on penises. Bizarre <laughs> sea penis gets a rise out of gets a rise out of social media. Wow, New York Post, you guys are clever over there. I think you should write for the New York Post. <laughs> every single article they make starts out with a dad joke. Crazy, but I, I like the beginning. Is it's like a rare complication of the coronavirus appears to be painful, prolonged erections. It's funny because when I, when I originally saw this article, it had a rare complication of the coronavirus appears to be painful, prolonged erections, and then it had that same sentence again. So they must have edited it. Like, oh shit! But anyway, too I'm many sorry. of the same sense. Um, yeah, I was gonna say I saw another article trying to scare people, saying like. If you get COVID, then you'll have erectile dysfunction. But I'm not sure because now you also get three-hour erections. Yeah, so this would, apparently has happened in August 2020. Uh, or one U.S. victim of COVID-19 experienced oh my God. a long-lasting erection. And then Sorry. it says Sorry. that uh, in August 2020, an obese 69-year-old. I know, it's hard, but he's 69 years old yeah it's just that's a terrible coincidence man come on the anonymous man and then he eventually died from other complications of the virus wait wait wait, wait. the guy with the erection died apparently was experiencing severe breathlessness inflammation and had fluid build up in his lungs because there well, he was there, 69 years old and he also was obese yeah so and they were saying that uh the reason why the the erection lasts for three hours is because uh, the disease caused blood to clot in his penis, according to a new study on the complication. So I'm guessing that wouldn't feel too good. No, I don't have no. a penis, but just gonna guess. Not for not for longer than it needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, three hours—that's ridiculous. I posted this on Twitter, and some guy was like. Oh, that's not normal. I usually last for three hours. And oh, like, burn. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, gotcha sure on that you one. do. Wow, three hours. Maybe and he, he thought he I lasts meant longer three than seconds. That? Maybe. Is he talking about just like, but it, but is he talking about just the session or is he actually talking about his, because oh, like, what is like, what does he even mean? Like, what is he even talking about? I don't about? know. <laughs> I think it's just a stupid comment. Oh, yeah. I have sex for five hours. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, good for you. I'm happy for you. Well, usually I, I would think when people say that, they don't mean like just one, like one go at it, right? Yeah. You have to do it like multiple they're, they're, times yeah, they, within a five-hour yeah. time period. Yeah, they finish and they go, okay, give me five minutes or give me a yeah. couple minutes and I'll recover. And then, and then they go again. And yeah, you wouldn't think that would be like, I'm erect for five hours because then there might be something wrong with you. Yeah, it's not like a woman who can just go whenever, you know, or yeah. not just whenever. But you know what I mean? Like, they get, it's not like it's not like when, when a guy is finished and they go, okay, well, I can I can go right after that. I can I can I, after I'm done, I can go right after that. Yeah. I don't know if any, any of you guys know about like biology of men, but that's kind of really not how it works. You know, when when a guy like orgasms, it's not like oh, I can go at two seconds later. <laughs> you know? I like how we were talking about COVID, and now we're talking about that. Well. Sometimes that happens when you're talking about a three-hour-long erection. Although it is kind of depressing that he died. Yeah. But at least he didn't die from that because that would be kind of weird. Well, it, it's one of those things where it, 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 this guy had – he obviously had some other issues going on. Yeah, going, he was obese. Yeah. He was old. 
or elderly, whatever you want to say. And I heard that even if it was even if it wasn't directly correlated with of COVID, that the reason why they died was because of COVID nineteen. Even if that's true, they like, will count it as a COVID yeah, death, even right. if it's not um, directly correlated to COVID. Right. But anyway. So, like, speaking of like, because we're talking about all the sex stuff. Apparently, China has a new, oh yeah, a new way of testing. Uh, they said it's more accurate. Yeah, apparently it is more accurate. So, China this is again from the New York Post. China makes COVID nineteen anal swabs mandatory for foreigners. So, the main thing about this was uh, some Japanese citizens were made to do anal swab tests. Mm -hmm. So they complained about it. Um, because apparently like us citizens didn't have to do it. I'm not sure exactly why that happened, but. Well, it says, uh, so Lee Tong Zhang, a respiratory disease medic said, that it said the anal swabs are better because virus traces stay in fecal samples longer than they do in the nose or throat. You know, what's really ridiculous about that. What? So a virus that's transmitted through your respiratory system. Mm -hmm. They can trace better through your butt. Well, I mean, if you, if it was respiratory, wouldn't you just want to like, I don't know, test their mouth or something because you're breathing or your nose or something like that. Like the, yeah. Like yeah. you normally get like a swab in your nose, not up your ass. I don't know. Maybe they're just doing it to be funny. I feel like it's just, I mean, like, can you imagine doing that at TSA? Yeah, that'd be, that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> be like, all right, remove your shoes and your pants. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesman Wang Wenbin, however, defended the screenings as, quote, science-based. Oh, okay. We got to follow the science, guys. Like, yep. Follow the science, guys. Get that anal swab stuck up your ass. So they didn't want to be I the guess... butt of the joke. I guess you won't be traveling to China anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, I know. <sighs> it's like, okay, so people, some people were probably scared to travel to China already. And then COVID happened and then they're really scared to travel to China. Mm -hmm. And now they're doing anal swabs. I think that you guaranteed that people are not going to come travel there. Yeah, when they see something like that and, you know, they're like, wow, really? So now not only do I have to get, body checked and everything like that. I have to get an anal swab in my butthole and I hope nothing comes out because that'd be kind of embarrassing. Like especially if it's out actually out in public. You know they don't I can't take imagine them being it out out in public. What they do they but I go, did see I'm gonna take you and we're gonna go into a, to a special room. I did see special things how too. they do the anal swab though. Really? They didn't do it on a person. They did it on a mannequin. Oh, right, right. And they had the mannequin and they had them bend over like a couch or bend something. Over. And then they opened the butt cheeks. <laughs> and then they just swabbed their asshole. Oh my gosh. Like, like, and then they put the little thing in, you know, in the in a sanitary. They went. No. <laughs> That's <gross. laughs> Oh, and, and the person who was swabbing was in a complete like full hazmat suit. Oh yeah, that makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah, some guy in a full hazmat suit says, so "Come out and stick a nano swab on my butt." 
while everyone else is in line behind me just waiting. Oh, I guess it's my turn after this. This is great. I mean, maybe there's some weirdos who are really into that. They're like, this is what really gets can me you, off. Like some guy who's like gay is like, can you stick stick your dick in me instead? It's like, no, that's not how this works, sir. Or some whore. No, I can't stick your like dick. That's not how this works. It's an anal swab. I have to get a cotton swab up there, not my fucking penis or my finger. I mean, do you think there's like I mean, this is terrible. Do you think there's like porn now that's made up from I mean, that? There, <laughs> Probably. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. I mean, weren't they like saying that it was like some kind of coronavirus themed porn or something out there? Yeah, I saw a news story about that where um, it's like you're wearing a plastic bag or something. Yeah. Yeah. Plastic bag, like a giant. What over your face, and then when you when you orgasm, you, you just you tie it right, right. Isn't ah! that called like oh, what is it called again? Asphyxiation. Yeah, uh, yeah, or like asphyxiation or something like that. Yeah. I bet they were wearing a mask while they were doing it too. Probably. They wear a mask. <laughs> you got social distance. Spot. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Although there was, I mean, a couple of episodes ago, I think we talked about it, but there was like um some guidelines about um. Instead of having sex, you just stand six feet apart. You just look at each other really was, intently. Yeah, and masturbate. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty <laughs> stupid. Like, wow. Ooh, that really got me off looking at you six feet apart. Yeah. Can you I imagine like, going on Tinder and then like, like hooking up with someone but not actually touching them? You just stand. Really how's far anyone apart? gonna? How's anyone gonna know that that's actually happening though? Is they gonna have someone be like, okay, we're gonna have to get someone. Like they know that these two people are going to meet and they go, okay, we're going to have to actually make sure you guys are socially distancing. If you're having sex, we're going to have to watch you. <laughs> well, they have to be there so they can sign their consent form too. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. Yes, I do consent to social distance. And No, I consent to being masturbated to six oh, feet yeah. apart with a condom on and a mask. Don't forget your mask. Well, another way that uh, you can be tested for COVID, I guess, I mean, this one sounds a little better, I think, right? I think this is the best best one so far. Yeah. So this is from Reuters, and it says, Scream, not swab. Dutch inventor hopes he discovered new COVID tests. And it says that a Dutch inventor has come up with what he hopes could be a potentially faster and easier method to screen for coronavirus infections. So they walk into an airlocked cabin, and then they scream. Or it says, or, or you can sing. Yeah. Hello, how are you? You can start singing all those dumb songs that get stuck in your head during the day. Yeah. And then I, I don't know how exactly it works, but I would rather do that than get swabbed, like, anywhere on my body. I like in the article it says, Instead of unpleasant nasal swab tests, Peter Van Wies or Van Wies asks participants to step into an airlocked cabin and to scream or sing. An industrial air purifier collects all the particles emitted, which are then analyzed for the virus. If you have coronavirus and are infectious and yelling and screaming, you are spreading tens of thousands of particles, which contain coronavirus. So, so how do they like? I just wonder how do they sanitize? The airlocked cabin, then they get a like a some kind of Windex or some kind of anti antibacterial spray. All right, we're good. 
Yeah, but you got to make sure the air doesn't have it. Yeah, that's true. You know, it was funny because when I talked about this on Twitter, you know, typo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like, if you combine uh, China's anal swabs with this and you scream into an airlock cabin, it sounds like you're getting raped. Like they did at the same time? Yeah. Like you go in there and go, okay, spread your cheeks and scream. <laughs> yeah. While it's like right when they do it, you go, because ah! that's how you're going to react when some when someone just randomly sticks a swab up your ass, right? You know, I know we're already past that article, but like, can you imagine being the person doing it? Like, that would be such a shitty job. Wow. Good one. Good stuff. I'd rather work for the airlock cabin guy. Yeah, I don't want to see, I don't, I don't want to be seeing uh, spread butt cheeks all day. That's, oh man. I'd rather listen to bad singing or screaming. I bet people would just go in there just to some to let off some steam, right? Like you can go home. Have a bad day. Yeah. Go scream in a box. Feel better. I mean, yeah, if you're having a bad day, you can just scream and say, Okay, yeah, this is this is fine. I don't mind. Just this. like tell your wife, like, oh, sorry, I gotta go get a COVID test. <laughs> how are you gonna get how are you gonna, are you gonna get the nasal or the anal? Definitely not the anal. No. <laughs> Unless he wa- like secretly is into that. Yeah, that's true. Well, he just some doesn't want his wife to know. Yeah. Well, something that we're not into for sure is the last thing that we have. Uh, oh, yeah. This is not COVID related. I know. This is amazing. We have one story that's not COVID related. So this is from the Daily Mail. And it headline is kids TV show featuring completely nude adults answering questions about their bodies sparks fury in Holland. Critics say Simply Naked comes close to promoting pedophilia. We already said all the bad words today. I think we're getting demonetized already. That's true. Um, So apparently they have this TV show where they have like, I get, what do you, I don't know what you would call it. Like preteens, mm-hmm. you know, like 10 to 12 year olds asking questions to fully nude adults like they'll all get on stage and then they'll just take off their robe and they'll be completely naked and then they'll have these kids right like 10 year olds and they'll sit there and they'll ask them questions about their body and someone who lives there told me that it's supposed to be like a body positive um like type of show to to show like, Oh, everybody has different body types and like, you don't need to feel self-conscious, blah, blah, blah. But to me, it's just like, if you normalize children seeing adults naked, like, isn't that, doesn't that set a bad precedent? And also, isn't there like any other way to promote body positivity rather than showing naked adults to children? I don't know, but it's just, it's one of those, it's one of those things where it's like, so the, the adults are stripping naked and they're like, Oh man, I, I, this is really awkward. Yeah. Really awkward. And then you're, you're a kid who's doing this and you're like, what? But apparently the, the pictures they had in that article, they're all like, Oh, I really want to see that. Oh wow. This is great. Wow. They have to be like that because it's a TV show. Maybe the 
maybe the people are like, you gotta be, you gotta look happy. You gotta look enthusiastic yeah. when he takes you, off his robe. You like okay? learning about this. You like, you like seeing a, a skinny 75 year old man naked. You like this, right? So say like they were, it was like an eight year old kid and they go, wow. Okay. So I, I can see an old guy or some lady, whoever, you know, be naked. And then what's to say that, oh, what if they're going to go and, I don't know. What if they're going to say, well, I, I'm just going to be naked all the time now because, I mean, they, they did it, so why not? I can do it. I'm not saying that all, all every single kid's going to do it, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, like you're saying, there's there's better ways to, to learn about this than making a TV show about it. I understand where they're coming from when they say it promotes pedophilia because, like, if you want stuff like that normalized, then kids think that it's okay. Yeah. And then they don't have the proper boundaries to let people know that they feel uncomfortable with that. And some other person told me that it was a cultural difference and that people are naked all the time in Europe. And admitted, really, so out in the street, every time I see a video, there's just naked people just all around. Every single time I see a video or some picture of people in the streets in England or Holland or wherever. The only thing I can think of is like nude beaches, but it's like, would you even yeah, take your kid there? Like, well, not only that, all the nude beaches are out in some random secluded area or something like that. It's not just, I mean, I'm sure there are integrated some integrated into normal society. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sure there's some maybe a couple of cities in in Europe or wherever that it's fine or whatever, but not everyone's gonna want that, you know? Yeah, I can't. We just use. Like if you really wanted to talk about different body parts, can't you just have drawings or diagrams or something? Because I mean, it's going to be a natural thing, I would think. Like if you have a young son or, or a daughter, they're just going to be like, you know, what is this, mm-hmm. and all that, and then you kind of just gradually tell them. You're not just like right off the bat. Oh yeah, so what's what happens is let me show you yeah. how it goes. You know, it's like wait, what? Like it has this to be is- child friendly and, and appropriate for their age. Yeah. And also, like someone else was saying, like, well, what if? What if a boy is like insecure about his penis or something? It's like, well, maybe that should be a lesson being taught by the father. Like maybe you should feel comfortable enough to go to your father to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Or if you have serious issues, maybe you should go to like a doctor or a therapist. Yeah. Because watching a TV show about it isn't going to make you be like, oh, you know what? I, I don't feel secure. Yeah, I don't feel insecure about my penis at all now, you know, because I saw some other guy's penis. Some guy I've never met before in my life. Yeah. And I'll probably never see ever again. Yeah. I don't know. So that, yeah, that whole thing is really messed up. Yeah. And it's kind of disturbing. I mean, I know it's not here in the U.S. I think if it was in the U.S., it would be even worse. Like the backlash would be even worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'd probably be, I think almost every single person would. Even people who like don't like each other politically are like, yeah, this is no, this is not. It would be kind of like what happened when when that cuties movie came. Yeah, there would be like a very small percentage. Yeah, of there was who, some, who would yeah. be defending it. Right. So, I mean, I, so guess, I don't know what the problem is. What's wrong with you know? I'll I'll be a part of it. Shit, you know, I'll, I'll help. I'll help a child learn how to, uh, you know, learn about the penis or the vagina or whatever or, or the woman's breast or anything like that. I'll help with that. Yeah. The good thing about this, though, is um, in that article, it said it got a lot of backlash. So at least people are not okay with normalizing that. So 
the, I guess just the thing that freaks me out is that it was approved. Like, first of all, someone thought of the idea and then they got people to approve the idea, mm -hmm. like on multiple levels. Then they hired people for this show and then they filmed it. And then people watched it and they were like, yeah, that sounds, that looks totally fine to me. I don't know. Like how many, Never mind. I keep going on and on about this, but it's just like some ideas are just left better. Yeah. But back not in, being done at all, but way back in the day, like way, way, way back in the day, people hardly wore clothes. So what's the problem? You know, someone also said that to me, and I'm like, really? We're going to make this argument? You know that most people wear clothes now? Oh, back in a 40 AD, people were naked all the time, and it was someone, fine. Someone also said that it's because uh, I'm I'm a Christian, so that's why I don't want kids. I'm pretty sure even non-Christians would think this is like, come on. <laughs> yeah. You can't just go to the oh, you're, you're religious. That's why you don't like it. Uh. I don't know. People defending it? Are coming off a uh, pretty uh, creepy because like is even if you don't think that it's weird, is it really that big of a deal that you have to defend it? Because now it's like, all right, so what? What do you have in on this? I don't know. I'm sure those people though would say, "Why are you being so? What's wrong with it? What's so bad? Like it's fucking like marijuana. Are you know, trying to believe it's marijuana? That's what's wrong, right?" Yeah, because that's totally the same. <laughs> <laughs> An adult choosing to smoke a plant is the same as letting children see basically, you know, like pornographic images yeah. on mainstream TV. Don't even have to go looking for it. Yeah. Anyway, we will end this. This is the end of the episode. Uh, so... I guess that's it, right? Yeah, I guess that's it. Um, anything else that you want to add? Um, no, I just uh, hope that th next week's uh, episode is a little more uplifting because <laughs> yeah. this kind of got really depressing. Yeah. So sorry about that. All right. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.